This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, so then, uh, you know, Hurt was asked about the, uh, you know, the three and out issues. They haven't, you know, forced the three and out yet this year, but he also did mention that they had penalties on like three of them that would have been three and outs on Sunday. Um, so, you know, hopefully they get that stuff cleaned up because it's not, you know, it's obviously not just the tackling and this is going to happen though with a young team that with a, with a team that in a defense that's playing a lot of young guys that don't have a, a ton of starts under the belt. Right. Like that's just, that's natural, especially this early on in the season. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at like the, some of those penalties, like what the Mike Jackson pass interference on the underthrown football, which is really yeah. harsh, Ugh. but that's inexperience of, he hasn't played much uh, NFL football as a starting cornerback. He's played it perfectly, right? But that's just the experience of the body language of you don't walk out of that uh, incompletion looking like a bit sheepish, like oh, I, I'm, I'm jostling him a lot. You walk out of it like, you know, doing the whole incomplete gesture and, and looking like confident as hell, you know, <laughs> and, and that will come. And Carol mentioned how that's a massive deal for them. You think about Kobe Bryant's illegal contact penalty on third down. That's the inexperience of, you know, he gets done by Judy in week one where he has his leverage broke. He just really didn't want to have his leverage broke in that instance. And so he's like, oh, I'll just put my hands on him just to give himself a bit of an advantage. And they flag it. Now, the officiating last week was like highly, highly questionable. Uh, Seattle got unlucky. Where, you know, it happens. Uh, you can blame refs. They also didn't play well enough at all. But the officiating was highly questionable. Carol mentioned how they sent in like a lot of plays. So, yeah. But nonetheless, like these reps for all of these new guys, like the young guys, they're invaluable because how how do you learn without making a mistake? You you can't. You have to make mistakes. Um, We'll see. We'll see other new Seahawks players and inexperienced players making mistakes. That is, as you said, part of being a young team. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you haven't done something at this kind of level, you're probably gonna suck. You gotta accept that. You're gonna you're gonna suck at first. You're gonna have some you're gonna take some L's along the way. Like it's just gonna happen. And as a team, you know, you're you you know, from from you know where they currently stand right now and and just kind of rebooting this whole thing, um, you gotta take those lumps. You just gotta deal with it. You gotta go through the you know ebbs and flows of a season. And now, you know, with the added extra game, now that you have 17 games in a regular season, it gives you even a, more of a buffer to kind of deal with that and still, you know, remain competitive, you know, in the in the big picture. So um, you know, I think we're obviously gonna see the natural growing pains, but eventually, you know, I, I think we're also gonna see how 
the 2011 season kind of progressed where you started to see you know flashes of, of some really really cool stuff like you know richard sherman and cam chancellor and earl thomas and those guys you know like and obviously i'm not comparing <laughs> i'm obviously not comparing this team to, to that team and, and you know overall but like you know i think you're gonna start to see like these guys start to figure it out you know just the the more you play the more ball you play and the more experience you get you know the better you get at least theoretically speaking so you just kind of have to deal with it for now and and i think that they do have you know a, a formula that can work where they can still win and still be competitive as these guys figure it out and you know the the schedule isn't too rough for them to also kind of go through that right now here at the start you know because again you got falcons lions like those are you know decent you know they 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 pose some challenges but you're not going up against the bucks you're not going up against the chiefs right now you're not going up against the chargers you're not going up against the bills so you know i think in general just kind of having this kind of relatively soft landing spot for these guys as well helps yeah Uh, and and carol mentioned like sydney jones is sitting in the third spot but it's clear that like Tariq woolen and uh, mike jackson are clearly ahead of him you know based on merit like they're, mm. they're gonna roll with it so yeah that's cool and i mean woolen's been awesome to watch so far yeah you know, like, might have to be my tape breakdown this week on on my Substack because he has been balling yeah so um is he gonna get the matchup against drake london Ooh. i don't think they'll well that's an interesting discussion because obviously woolen is like london is a unicorn but then they also have carl pitts so it's kind of like a I don't yeah. and they play him like a wide receiver and so I don't know if it's necessarily the right thing to do. What you, what you might see though two? is what you might see is um Woolen kind of on the one-on-one side of the coverage more than Mike Jackson is. Yeah. Who even is like the Falcons number 2 receiver? Like obviously well, they got Pitts and the, well Pitts but like, you know, and or London whatever. That's a good question because obviously they've got that the weird situation going on and then they've lost um they've lost Julio and they lost um Oh, it's Brian Edwards. Russell Gage. Brian Edwards. Yeah, oh, from then, the Raiders? Yeah, yeah, and then Olamides Zacchaeus. Okay. okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Right. So uh, the last thing Hurt said, which I found interesting, was he basically said what we've been saying on this podcast for ages, that like yeah. the 4-3 to 3-4 stuff is very overblown. Um, he used the under front as a way of doing it because I think they played under quite a bit against San Francisco. Uh, like an under front fits like an under front. Like the under front started with like kind of 5-2 personnel. Now now it kind of is natural to go to 3-4, but you can do it with a 4-3 like Pete Coward did for ages. Um, and it like whatever the terminology you like fitting the run out of the out of a certain spacing is fitting the run mm-hmm. and so hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I like how her he doesn't use excuses because it would be really easy, especially to like reporters, to be like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah, that is very different and difficult," and they're not going to call you out on that because they mm. might not necessarily have the confidence. Like they're not, they haven't been coaching for ages. But um, 
yeah, I like I like how he didn't use that ex- excuse. Um, yeah, I, like I love. How he I love how you broke it down because also, you know, you're in today's age where people are breaking down all 22 guys like you and and Griff and, you know, just anyone now that you can find on Twitter. A lot of people are breaking down film. So, you know, you're in this age now where like people know what's up. People know what you're doing. People, you know, know what's going on. And that's out in the public. That's out in the general public now. And more people are starting to learn. People are starting to learn about football in a different way. And, uh, you know, I like that he didn't beat around the bush as if that doesn't exist. Right. Because like there's still, com- you know, there's still coordinators, still play callers, coaches, et cetera, that do. Right. We see that mm. a little bit from Shane Waldron, admittedly. Like, you know, like it's just, you know, kind of acting like this just doesn't exist. You know, like I'm just going to BS you the sole answer. And it's like, come on dude like we know like and plus like people in the seattle media too like they're they're aware of it right you know and like they're 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 at least you know mildly uh conscious of you know what the seahawks do how the seahawks operate so that's not that's not gonna fly with those guys and like on that subject right like i don't know how many coaches realize it but like there's a lot of defensive and offensive nfl playbooks available yeah for free on the internet if you know the right people uh, allegedly, um, if you know a guy or, or girl, be careful, Maddie. Um, or person. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't want to incriminate myself here, uh, but uh, that may or may not be true. And and so, like you know, along with all twenty two, along with people just learning, like I've managed to learn football from the UK after you know learning it in twenty twelve, like that it was a sport. So it's possible, like <laughs> like so, it is more fun to just be open. And also, like, if I can do that, then teams can eat. Like, Kyle Shanahan obviously, like, knows all of this stuff. Like, he knows how their scheme works. He knows how it operates. So all the kind of secretive, like, stuff is just absolute nonsense. And and yeah. so, like, even, like, Jordan Brooks, when he's more open in press conferences, like, he's telling you what they call their front. They used to call it stick, their bare front. Now they call it tight. I told mm-hmm. you that in 2020. But um, Jordan Brooks actually being open about it in press conferences is, is very cool as well. So... Yeah. So injuries, Ty. Yeah. So the, the not uh, fun part. Yeah. Today was actually kind of a concerning day on that front. Oh um, my word. Yeah. What the? What on earth's going on? Yeah. Cody Barton's got a shoulder and a hip thing that he did not practice today, and we've talked about the lack of depth, the linebackers. So that's uh, really concerning. That's really scary. Uh, don't like that. Not one bit. Shelby Harris was uh, also absent today, but he had a personal thing. He's also dealing with the uh, the glute injury. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, we'll see if he's able to get back here uh, in the next day or two. I uh, hope everything's all right with him uh, personally, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quandry Diggs also did not practice with a <laughs> knee issue. So uh, yeah. Also Joey Blunt is hurt. So it's not like there's a, really a clear replacement there either. Yay. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, uh, hopefully these guys, uh, this is just precautionary, not practicing today. Let's just, let's just hope and, and uh, cope here. You're forgetting someone as well. Who? Nickel Hornerback Justin Coleman did not practice today with a calf thing. Yeah, it's still the calf thing. Yeah. And Carol said last week how like, you know, we'll see like about this game. So and 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 you know, if if Coleman can't go, Kobe Bryant, that's all right. But um yeah, just another kind of injury. And the other sad the really sad thing was um hearing Pete talk about Trey Brown. 
and mm. the the language around that was really concerning to me yeah he said he's still working trying to get right which i mean and pete talks that's not injury, yeah. like well just any talk that doesn't yeah. sound it actually reminded me of when pete spoke about um ben Burkirvin and his mm. process to try and rehab like at a certain point if you've lost your agility you've lost your your quick burst and trey brown like we all know when he was healthy unbelievable quick uh short area quickness and and ability to get out of his breaks like i mean that just sucks that actually sucks and you know hopefully he's doing okay i know that must be really tough on him but um yeah yeah hopefully he can get back but it just did not sound good at all doesn't sound like we'll see him this season i'll put it that way yeah yeah that really sucks because um god those few weeks that he started were really really promising that that tandem with him and dj reed I mean that was like the best cornerback play we've seen since Cello B era, like in Seattle. Like that was they were legit good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they were awesome. Um, um so Cody Barton. Yeah. That would be Nick Ballore and then I guess Tanamuse is Tanamuse now on the active roster? I think he's still P squad. Okay. Um but Tanamuse is the backup and then whoa. The depth is bad there. Like it's 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 so bad that like if Barton was out for a few weeks, you'd want to kind of maybe do a trade. But then are they actually in a position where, you know, they're not really in a position to go and do a trade? Or maybe they are. I don't know. I mean, you could trade like a a sixth or something for a a guy a warm body at least. Like I don't know. Like that'd be helpful. They signed um cheese, didn't they? Cheese. cheese. Uh, I can't remember his actual. Uh, his name cheese. clint hurt called him cheese he yeah yeah great yeah, guy yeah. From cheese, cheese. Damn, what's from name? chicago uh he was with him in chicago but i think he was last with arizona uh, okay this is bad uh really this bad. is really bad we bad should prep. We i'm should sorry know. we're talking about we uh, know this. A, a fifth string linebacker here so yeah 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 Let's, generally like, speaking, give us a right. break here folks give us a yeah, break here give folks. Us, give us a break like we're doing great um and oh, wait, 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 wait. Tanner Muse is now on the active roster. Yeah, that makes sense because he'd already be, he'd have been called up two times already and the linebacker depth was a bit questionable. So you may as well. Christian do... Jones. There we go. Jeez. Christian Jones. Uh, Christian Cheesy Jones. Yeah. They've also got Vi Jones, but he transitions to more of an edge role in the practice squad. Uh, and then Donka as well is more of an edge. So it is going to be Christian Jones as the emergency emergency. God, um, the depth there sucks. <laughs> yeah, so that's tough. As a it's as a guy so who loves linebackers, that's not good. Um, 